Welcome to episode 19. Hello everyone, I'm Bruce Springsteen of Story Mode, a video game podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and I'm joined today by Keelan Simpson. Hi, Jesse. And Simon Evans. I don't think Bruce Springsteen's English. Okay, I, hey, I don't know if that was an English accent or not. I've just been heard him speak. an attempt, I think, at an English accent, and I'm pretty sure Bruce Springsteen is about as American as it gets. I've never heard him speak. So, <laughs> is it like knows? one of his album covers literally the American flag or something? Doesn't make doesn't make him American. <laughs> he can be whatever he wants to be. He's the boss. <laughs> Don't talk back to him. You got a point How are we there? doing? Yeah, How are good. We all doing? Good. Yeah, good. Good. It's been good. a been a big week, hasn't it? It's been a Big old bloody week, yeah. full of news. It's like a, a banquet of news, a smorgasbord of news. It's like finger foods of news. Yeah, just little tiny snacks, little nim 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 here, little nim 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 there. <laughs> bug snacks almost. Oh, man. Oh. I can't wait till we do a bug snacks episode. It's going to be four hours oh, it's, long. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to be so drunk. Um, <laughs> bug drinks. All right. Mixing up a little bit today, we're just going to throw news at you because there's a lot of little morsels. Let's just jump straight into it. Um, Starting off with a game that we mentioned last week may come out between recording and release of the podcast. And guess what happened? It came out between recording and release of the podcast. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Got an official trailer last week. Going to be coming out October 9th, 2020. Did you guys watch this trailer? Yes. Yes. Looks How happy did it make you? It, it looks, looks amazing. Smooth. It looks beautiful. Like the animation is so lush. Like it's so nice right? to look at. Oh, that animation is just beautiful. I mean, it's such a leap because this is the first new, like proper new Crash Bandicoot game in ten, over 10 years. Wow. That's crazy. Well, it's about time. Hey, I love the name of this so I much. love it as well. I think now, it's really good. You mentioned... The art style, it's had a real um, revamp. It looks mm. a very Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was definitely getting that vibe. Especially the enemy design. I have to say, it looks like a real, uh, like an evolution of the regular Crash Bandicoot formula. Yeah. There's some unique looking stuff in here. I saw a suit of power armor, which is like... Well, whoa. so you use Quantum Mask. I think the, the thing in this game is Quantum Mask. We see two out of four in this trailer. So one allows you to defy gravity and walk on the ceiling, which I believe is that suit. Mm. Um, and the other one lets you slow down time so you can jump through spinning blades or some platformy bullshit, which I love. Just hook it to my veins. Mm. Now, rumor rumor has it. I'm not sure how realistic this is. Maybe a hundred levels in the game, which is a lot longer than any other Crash Bandicoot game. That is a lot of game. A lot of game. I somehow um, just don't suspect I'd finish this game then, if that's Oh, the yeah, no, there's no way I will. But I will have fun with the first 20. Um, there's also going to be modern and retro modes. Now, I'm not sure if there's going to be like a, hey, here's our pretty graphically updated version, and he's one that looks at the PS1. That'd be I'd cool. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. What I really want is, because they're going to be messing with time in this game, is some of the levels look like PS1. Yes. That, I, that, that, that could be really that cool. That I can see happening, actually. Um, you also get to play not only as Crash, but Coco and Dr. Neo Cortex. 
You get so we got to play as Coco in Crash 2 and 3. Crash 2, yeah. But you've never played it in the air before, no. except for Crash Team Racing and Crash Bash. Not quite the same. But no. still, that's interesting. Why yes. is that? Do you know? Is it like a story thing or is it just... I just think they want to mix it up. I Speaking of mixer... <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that was very good. Fucking hell, from downtown. Um, oh, wait, I, I got really excited. This is sad news. There's no more Mixer. Uh, Microsoft is closing Mixer services on July 22nd and plans to move all existing partners over to Facebook Gaming. Um, unfortunately for Microsoft, the Mixer, which is like a streaming platform, didn't hit the same heights as Twitch, despite them throwing a lot of money at it. Um, they threw contracts at like Ninja and Shroud and all these other streamers that I I don't watch. Um, now they're all free to move back to Twitch, giving Twitch all the power. Um, you say it's bad, but I don't think it's that bad. Um, I mean, for people who were using it and trying to develop a platform, I've seen a lot of people like look, in- they, they had built up real followers and they're not sure if they're going to fall into Facebook gaming. I think there's a lot of, like, mid-range streamers who are going to lose out from this. I think, yes, in that regard, because Twitch is a very crowded platform. Um, and I don't think Facebook, Facebook's gaming streaming is up to par at all. Twitch is and will continue to be the place. Twitch mm. does have its issues. It's got a myriad of issues. But that's the same with any other digital service. YouTube, it's atrocious if you're... A content creator. Yeah. Absolutely atrocious. Even as just an end user, it's getting worse and worse by the month. But you have no other option. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This is sort of taking away an option because I know a lot of people don't want to touch Facebook, which is fair enough. Facebook is slowly dying the death it deserves. Facebook needs to just be taken around the back and shot. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Get it over with. Come to Twitter. It's cool. Um, (laughs) None of it's cool. Bring back MySpace. Oh, I miss oh. MySpace so much, man. I was just going to ask, guys, like, do you know of any, like, major streamers who use Facebook gaming as, like, a platform? Like, nah. is it a thing at all? Uh, you know, John, um, there's Sarah, <laughs> there's Kevin07, he streams. Um, <laughs> no one. No one uses it. No. Like, I, I, Hey, guys, I, welcome. I'm going to be playing Farmville today. Like, fuck off. No. I see some people stream to Facebook and, like, Facebook groups in particular. Like, um, I'm part of a couple of Monster Hunter groups and Zelda groups on Facebook. And I occasionally see people sort of streaming to those groups saying, hey, guys, you know, if you guys want to jump in with me, I'm streaming it. Let's have a bit of fun. Cool. But they're normally also streaming to Twitch and also YouTube. Oh, See. So, yeah, you kind of got to spread across the board a bit. Yeah, it's very rare that anyone twitches exclusively to Facebook for monetary purposes. So one um, of the good things to come out of this all <laughs> is that the technology behind Mixer, at the very least, is not going to waste, right? I, this isn't good. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so okay. much. I don't know if any of you guys have to work from home or anything, but you've got to use like video streaming services, right? To like have your meetings and stuff like that. Microsoft Teams is very popular. Fuck off. And it is also very shit. It <laughs> is the Garbage. worst. It but is like, terrible. even if this helps improve it, they say you need the technology to help with the real time interactivity of Microsoft Teams. 
Don't use a gaming thing to make me work more. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off with that. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit of a bait and switch. Like I hate it. I'm so bad. Um, and as someone who um, is technically a member of a service desk team who uses Teams extensively and my company supports Teams and uses Teams, I fucking hate it. And we should have just used fucking Trello like every other same person. It, it, it's teams, it was rushed because everyone's working from home and they're just like, oh, we need to make something. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like it. Trello, but- Trello was and is still the best, uh, best platform, I guess, in that sense. Because it's basically Discord, but for work. <laughs> Story mode of video game podcast brought to you by Trello. Yeah. Um, just send us a, just send us some cash in the mail. Send us some coins in the post. <laughs> it's um, like three dollars. Now some 50. good news for existing mixer partners because, like I said, it is sad, and I hope all the um mix p- people on mixers they land their feet if they want to continue streaming. They jump into Facebook or Twitch. I'm hoping their followers follow them over. However, they do if they do continue with Facebook gaming, um, viewers will be given outstanding ember balances which is like mixer's currency um channel subscriptions um mixer pro subscriptions will get xbox gift cards and mixer partners will be given partner status on facebook gaming so i guess they're trying to mitigate the backlash a little bit Mm. but it's kind of sucks you know who else sucks dr disrespect that name sounds familiar i'm not like i said i don't really get much into streaming so i don't really know this gentleman all i know is that last year he was live streaming people using the like not using the bathroom but he was live streaming from the bathrooms at e3 which is wrong on so many levels and when that happened twitch said hey we're gonna temporarily ban you for breaking laws temporarily banned him this week he got perma banned and we have no idea why. If I may, very quickly, in regards to Dr. Disrespect, I first knew about him not through... Not a real doctor. Well, yeah, absolutely not a doctor. Just like Dr. Dre, <laughs> not a doctor. Don't trust him with your medical conditions. Um, I, would, I would let Dre perform surgery on me. All he's, all he's going Dr. to do is install some really shit headphones and then charge you four times the amount. Fucking cop that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Beef. Fucking hell. Nah, good piece of shit. Model. Anyway. Um, <laughs> story story mode, not sponsored by Beats by Dre. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I first heard of Dr. Disrespect through like a remix of a song that he did. And I was like, oh yeah, this song's pretty cool, whatever. And then I looked into him a bit more and the dude's actually got a bit of a history of being just a bit of a dick. Bit of a dick. Sorry, here's a song? He remixes, you know the uh, Gillette, uh, The Best A Man Can Get? Yeah. Yeah, he did like a remix of that and, I don't know, it was catchy and got stuck in my head for like a week. What a complex human he is. Mm. It, it was <laughs> literally just a... layered man. Just like <laughs> a real a, onion, this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's making lots of people cry. Oh, shit, Ooh, well played. Yeah. That was good. You know what? Um, there's a there's a relation to my interests here. Doctor Disrespect had somehow managed to do a collaboration with one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, The Undertaker. There was a full on like video series of them confronting one another. It was what? bizarre. Like I've I've got no idea if anything even How came did that from end? it. Exactly. I don't know. Nothing happened. 
Undertaker got him banned from Twitch. Yeah, well, hopefully. <laughs> I Hello, Twitch? Hope yeah, it's me. That's right. The Undertaker. <laughs> Cancel get, this. Get form. rid of him before I take you under. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, now, the thing behind this is there are a lot of people on Twitter and social media, like industry insiders who leak or break news. All of them are just like completely in the dark about this. I'm intrigued about what has happened here. The only um, lines we're sort of getting from Twitch, and this is via CNN Business, quote, as is our process, we take appropriate action when we have evidence that a streamer has acted in violation of our community guidelines or terms of service. These apply to all streamers, regardless of status or prominence in the community. End quote. Starting for new quote, except for when they fucking film people at E3 bathrooms, which is clearly a violation of terms of services, but we let him go because he was big. Yeah, um, Twitch is notorious no for being a bit hypocritical. Yeah. So, hmm. Do you think that perhaps <laughs> this was something like when all of that happened, they were really afraid that he's going to go over to Mixer? And now that that's not a thing anymore, <laughs> they can straight up just say, <laughs> well, like, well that's, no, fuck you, get lost. Yeah, This Where did happen going? like two days later. You, there may be some validity behind that, that yeah, because yeah, this happened a few days later. It would have been funny for the other way around. Duck disrespect, disrespect got his email or fucking pigeon or however they told him and he's like well fuck you guys i'm gonna mix her oh wait oh no i've stepped off one singing ship to another <laughs> he's gonna be the biggest person on facebook game i'll tell you that much yeah exactly welcome uh, we finally understand who's using facebook gaming dr disrespect and his fans that's it <laughs> nope. not oh, a reason to get off facebook um not even gonna do a segue for this one because this one's this story is really fucked up um some harassment has been taking place at Ubisoft, some alleged harassment. So Ubisoft has placed several employees, including two executives, on administrative leave while a corporate investigation takes place regarding misconduct, allegations made public last week. Uh, the two executive executives placed on leave is Tommy Francois and Maxime Belland, um, who are vice presidents in a division overseeing worldwide development. There were multiple Twitter accusations leveled at them over the last week, and they're going to be doing a full review into this now this comes following the departure of um the creative director of assassin's creed valhalla uh, ashraf ismail who stepped down from his role um following allegations of an extramarital affair and sexual misconduct with fans um this sort of triggered a lot of stories coming out on twitter of uh people men and women coming out talking about the various abuses that happen within the industry. It's really fucking sad to see. It's really fucking upsetting to see um, what some people have gone through. I'm glad it's all coming to light, though, because some motherfuckers need to be kicked out of this industry. Mm. Very far out of this industry. Oh, look. It's a very predatory thing. And, like, as... This isn't just for people involved directly with the making of games and in games journalists journalism gaming has a very bad um attitude towards women even fan wise oh 100 percent. so it, it's something that Not the industry acceptable. fans players everyone needs to address mm. and i'm glad i hope something comes of this yeah can you um, people just stop being scumbags please stop being a dickhead right. stop using your power if you're in a business you stop using your position of power to prey on people not fucking right. rocket science. Uh, I'm going to make it really simple for some of these people, right? Very simple. Don't be a dick. All simple. Right? Everyone at home, say it with me now. Don't be a uh, dick. Dick. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Keelan. 
I'll need you to chime in next time. <laughs> All together we now. We can't get the but timing yeah. right because of the audio sync. Guys. Oh, yeah, Come that's, on. That's <laughs> true, yeah. here. <laughs> um, look, in... All seriousness, these sorts of allegation, well, allegations are not entirely new to the gaming industry. Not at all. Um, Randy Pitchford has been accused of similar things, as well as physical assault on a few occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, as you said, Jesse, I feel like these sorts of people need to be booted away from the yeah. industry at a million miles an hour and need to fucking leave Earth and go die in the vacuum of space. Um it's- one of the things like we've had, for lack of a better term, cleanouts, I guess, before, mm. where news has come to light and people just said, fuck off, get out of here. Some people have just, you know, had the allegations come to them, been proven, the allegations have been proven, and they've been absolutely waterproof. They Nothing's happened to them. They're still where they are. Yeah. Um, which sounds like it's happening a lot because a lot of the time where stuff comes out and find out that it's true, it's like, oh, yeah, this person also has like 20 other accusations against them that have been buried in the past by um, HR. So Yeah, and the problem is the gaming industry in and of itself, like a lot of the standards, especially for some of the big companies, are exploitative by oh, design yes. and, you know, take advantage of the, those positions of power. Oh, what's that? You're a contractor working on the art for this game? Mm. Well, you don't have to stick around and do overtime, but if you want a chance at permanency here going to be in your best interest to do so yeah that's abuse that's not okay crunch is not okay stop it i think the industry is hopefully heading in the right direction it's just happening very 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 slowly or they're just saying it yeah they're just saying that these changes are being made i don't know i'm not in the industry but from what i can see on the outside i'm hoping changes being made i am hearing some good things about some outlets where people have um Come out, told their story, and the companies have changed. Mm. Um, hope, and I'm, I'm hoping that is the case. But we'll wait and see. And um, I'm sure there'll be more. Well, unfortunately, there'll be more of this coming out in the next few weeks. But like I said, um, you know, get rid of these motherfuckers. With that in mind, uh, shout out to Jason Schreier for for creating this article. Because this isn't the first like hard-hitting article, like actual journalism within the games industry that he's done. And he's copped a lot of heat for it previously. Oh, yeah. But I fucking stand with him on this one because he is a good egg and we need more of him. Yep. Um, and credit to everyone who's come out and uh, oh, told this story. 100%. Uh, it takes immense bravery. Yeah. Um, so full it's, credit to you. Especially and I hope in the face gone. of uh, allegations not being taken seriously in the past, as is... Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, moving along to something that made... Simon, really, really happy. I've never actually seen him just absolutely glow with anticipation and excitement for Pokemon Unite. Oh, um, yeah. So we had our second Pokemon presentation. Um, two weeks ago, we had the one which revealed Snap and some more DLC stuff and some Pokemon Go, Pokemon Cafe, blah, 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 Pokemon Smile. And they're like, hey, hang on. Next week, big announcement. Everyone thinks, oh, okay, let's go Johto. Cool. Or Gen Cool. Yeah. Like, all these gentle. ideas were amazing. And they, you know what they dropped on us? They they just pissed in our face with oh Pokemon God. Unite. Ooh. A if they pissed- 5v5 MOBA um, made in conjunction with Tencent. Mm. So that is the big problem. So, like, if they had just announced, uh, oh, hey, yeah, we're also just developing our own little Pokemon mobile MOBA game. Cool. 
I would have been disappointed, whatever, don't give a shit, walk away from it. But the fact that it's in conjunction with Tencent is what's got me genuinely concerned. Plus the fact that they were like, oh, <laughs> this is a special announcement, a big new project, it's a mobile game. Yeah, no one, no one cared for this. This has become no the this. most disliked Pokemon video in history. According to Nintendo Life, it accrued over 170,000 oh. dislikes in under 24 hours. I was one of them. Man- <laughs> <laughs> I contributed. There's two, there's two big issues with this. One, I don't think anyone was really asking for a mobile game. But like you said, Simon, if they brought it out, it, whatever. They made us wait for this. This was a standalone presentation with 11 minutes off gameplay i mean it was gameplay but it was was garbage oh it was shocking if it was mixed in with the last presentation when they announced snap and everything like that fine yeah the backlash wouldn't it would be still be there because people would be like "Ah, i don't really want this but everyone would be happy because pokemon snap too exactly um pokemon fans are kind of like star wars fans at the moment they're becoming a little bit rabid i'm sorry simon i am part of this as well (laughs) agree don't piss them off with this why would you do it? So <laughs> why it's like, hey guys, wait, it, it makes no sense. I know Tencent would have been like, hey, no, we have a trillion billion gazillion dollars. Yeah, but they're also we partially owned own and controlled by the Chinese the government. So yes, um, <laughs> baffling. So I mean, okay, the game is a strategic team based battle game. Um, five v five. It looks like there's no elemental weaknesses or strengths, which is baffling and a core part of Pokemon. Yep. You go around trying to get bases, which they were calling goals. I don't know if that's like proper MOBA terminology. I don't play them. Um, coming out to Switch and uh, mobile, and it's a free to start game. That's what. <laughs> that's that dirty. is. That the made me feel red flag sick. I've ever seen. That made me feel sick as soon as I read it on the screen because of subtitles. Free to start. What the fuck does that even mean? What the fuck? Yeah, also, a baffling choice of words. I wanna. I wanna. Just, said it's gonna cost the game's gonna cost like forty bucks. I'm like, okay, like I'm not gonna. This game will sell well. It's Mobiles gonna make money. Huge, um, mm-hmm. especially in like Asian regions. Um, which is the main target audience uh, yeah. of this game. Hence why but, they're partnering up with Tencent to get the government seal of approval. Yeah. So, um, so they're going to make a shit ton of money. Cool. I, I just, I, I don't like how they they played fans on this one. No. Just mix it into the old the other presentation. Don't have a standalone. Or if you are going to have a standalone, have some other things with it. If they announce this and Let's Go Johto or Sinnoh remakes, the backlash would be non-existent almost because mm. nobody would, would, would care. Okay, cool. That's not for me, but you gave us this. This is what we waited for. But yeah, there's um a very, th- there's been a, a large sort of discussion over the past couple of years about uh, the Pokemon company and Game Freak and the complete mismanagement of the Pokemon as a franchise. Like the Pokemon IP has been horribly mistreated over the past few years. Um, no one initially wanted the Let's Go games. I looked at it and went, well, you know what, it looks like it'll be a bit of fun. I'll give it a go. But I had a good time. But I'm not the target audience for that. I've played through Kanto a million times. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm waiting for the next games. Oh, Sword and Shield. Yeah, these will be good. These will be good. And then they came out and they're a whole heap of shit. And sold extremely well. Yes, but there's still a heap <laughs> of shit. <laughs> um, we disagree on that. I actually think they're some of the best Pokemon games. 
Oh, I mean, you uh, could like, be- I think they have some of the best mechanics of the games. Okay, that I can understand and I can agree with, but the overall presentation, uh, just, I mean, look, the game looks like it could have come out on the GameCube, for fuck's sake. The animations are non-existent. Okay, I'm going to cut you off there because this is going to be a whole episode in itself. <laughs> I think we need an episode just discussing where Pokemon is right now. But um, uh, I have Pokemon one question. Be taken away from the Pokemon company and Game Freak. Yes, sorry, Kills. I do, I have a question here, so... Previously, there have been other companies who have announced instead of, you know, what was expected, what the fan base was really clamoring for, they've announced some kind of mobile stupid spin-off, namely Blizzard. At, I think it was 2018 in BlizzCon. Yeah. Was this, uh, is yes. this as bad as that? Is this, this is as bad. Yeah. This is as bad as the don't you guys have phones moment. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so... <laughs> Can how That's how tone that my head. death the Pokemon company well, oh, okay, I'm going to cut you off there, Simon, because before you start smashing the game... Oh, sorry, Keelan. I understand your pain now <laughs> because I'm a Diablo fan. I'm not a Pokemon fan, but I understand now. Thank you. <laughs> before Simon smashes the company some more... All right, yes, on a positive <laughs> smash note... character. On a positive note, yes. Min Min from ARMS. Oh, she looks great. She looks she, so fucking good. In smash and she has long arms on springs... Speaking of Min Min, though, the presentation went for 35 Min Mins. 35-minute presentation for this was a bit much for me. It was one character, a relatively minor character. This seemed a little bit much. Okay, I get that they show off, like, it's typical Smash um, announcement that they show off all the gameplay, all of its little quirks of the character and stuff like that, but it's like... Yeah, and then and then Sakurai does a just chill. Uh, does, normally, normally does a couple of fights with the new character to show them off. I think it'd be like Sakurai did like a twenty-five minute dance number. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Ten minutes, women. Twenty-five minutes of dancing. Okay. Um, uh, I think I don't know. I feel like as a person that is barely competitive in Smash. I appreciate this sort of stuff because it shows me, okay, yeah, so that's the sort of niche that that person is going to fit into. Oh, okay, so in this situation, they'd be good there, but awful here, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can piece it all together, especially for the competitive fans and people that sort of are a bit more into Smash I'm than perhaps yourself, Jesse. To me, that that's something that should just come with playing the game, though. It doesn't need to be, you don't need to walk through step by step of every little intricacy with this character. It's like, hey, play it. See how it works for you. Find the stuff out for yourself. I've never seen another game that announces characters like they do with Smash. Again, not for me, but it just... 35 minutes, man, come on. <laughs> but um, there was actually a part of the presentation which I want to bring up because it's got me like full fucking tinfoil hat conspiracy mode. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the voice actor for Captain Falcon initially recorded his lines back for the N64 Smash. He has not come back in for another recording session since. They have just reused those same voice clips over and over again. They got him in to record this presentation because they have, like, they start off with Captain Falcon eating a bowl of ramen. And I was thinking to myself, so Sakurai then goes, oh, he's also the voice actor for Vegeta. Yeah. So this dude's pretty fucking big in Japan, clearly. I don't think Nintendo would have got him in just to record, like, a minute and a half of him going, oh, blah, 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 blah. To be fair, he does come to um, Australia like, every Comic-Con season, so maybe he just wanted the money. 
Mm-hmm. I, well, I think you're thinking of Chris Sabat, by the way. Oh, yes, I am, yeah. Yeah, you're thinking of the English voice actor. Who, Chris Sabat. the money. <laughs> Chris Sabat is an absolute champion. Anyway, um, so I don't think they would have gotten one of the biggest voice actors in Japan to come to record a minute and a bit of him going, nom, 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 as he tries to eat ramen. I have a feeling that they got him in to record voice lines for a new F-Zero game. And whilst he was there, they go, hey, do you want to record-, record you eating your lunch? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a microphone next to him. Like, Have some ramen. Nom, 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 nom. I mean, it's believable <laughs> enough, isn't it? I just, I just like the idea, like, without that, they would have to just, like, cut lines together. Hello, I am Captain Falcon. <laughs> But no, because they've just reused the same voice lines and stuff. So um, I think also they've probably re-recorded some of his lines for Smash. So I reckon he will get a bit of an audio update uh, soon as well. A bit of a conspiracy theory, but you explained it pretty well. I'm just plucking this out fucking thin air. I can definitely see the legitimacy of that. That's a fair call. I mean, yeah. Look, we haven't had a new F-Zero game since the GameCube. No. Before we start crossing over into too much conspiracy talk, we're going to animal crossing over into the July update. So we got uh, Nintendo (laughs) revealed the... That was smooth. It wasn't good, but it was smooth. Um, The July update for Animal Crossing will introduce swimming. Um, So you can can dive into the ocean off your island. Why the fuck would you when you've spent months catching sharks, eels, and those demon oarfish? Why would I want to lurk in the murky depths of the sea... I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get et. I'm gonna get et by a shark. I mean, apart from your poor English grammar there, um, I'm gonna be et. <laughs> oh I tells you. Um, also, we see Pascal the sea otter. Now, is Pascal a returning character? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he swims around. He's perfect in every single way. And you give him scallops, and he's like, "Hey, thank you." I um, mean, you can use. I, I think he gives you recipes to make. Ocean-themed stuff for your house. Um, Yay. Cool. Is it going to make me stop playing the game again? Probably not. I burnt out on it. I have 10 million bells, and I'm probably just a skeleton now in my basement. Yeah, I mean, you you played the stalk markets. That's entirely your own fault. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was given to me, okay? I went full Wolf of Wall Street on this. You did. When there's literally wolves in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I made too much money too quickly. Um, my question is, though, with this whole swimming update, cool, but in the Southern Hemisphere, we are having experiencing winter in the game. We're just going to fall into the ice. Yep. <laughs> a, couple of, a, couple of my, um, a couple of my friends have been like, oh, I can't wait to give my character hypothermia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've seen Titanic. We know what happens here. You freeze <laughs> and you lose your jewelry in the ocean. Oh no, not your jewelry! Oh uh, no, <laughs> I like we say that like it's the saddest part of that film. That's also the boat I mean, part. Look, my my opinions on Titanic are not good. Well, speaking of things that may sink or may swim, boats don't swim; they float. Mm, that didn't work very well. We had two massive previews for two massive games um, this week. We got extended footage, trailers, thoughts, blah, 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 for both Avengers and Cyberpunk 2077. Let's start with the Avengers. Um, so this week we got a, a war table, which was an extended preview of the game. Um, and some outlets got to play an extended version of 
things of of past demos. You guys watched the trailer? I saw I saw the trailer, but not yeah. the gameplay. Not the war room thing. No. Um, kills. I've seen the trailer, but not the war room as well. War room went for forty five minutes, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, going through the trailer, you see the Avengers reassemble. Um, with Kamala Khan as well, part of the team, which is cool. She's the main protagonist, and she has stretchy powers. Um, I don't know why I have to say stretchy like that, but here we are. Are those her only powers? I mean, she become big. <laughs> Stretch big. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Uh, fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll be cool with that power. I'd have long arms. Yeah. Yeah. Flapping <laughs> people from a distance. Tweaked character designs. Um, there were a lot of complaints since the original trailer and footage was shown off of the Avengers that the characters look very, very bland. They've tweaked them slightly. They still look bland, but not as bland. Um, Thor looks really, really badass because he's got like his t-shirt and jeans on rather than his over-the-top wank armor. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous. Um, so in the trailer, we see Thor, Wreck and Shop, a bunch of robots are attacking their ship, which I believe is called the Chimera. Um, bunch of robots are attacking it, trying to drill into it. There's a voiceover of a villain, which I believe is named Dr. Talston or Talton or whatever, Doctor. Um, who calls Thor a false god, even though it's like, no, like, he's canonically a god. How is- what? Yeah, like, that's- that's what yeah. he is. That's like <laughs> saying, clear. like, Iron Man, you don't have a suit of armor. He does. He's- it, he, You can he's see there. it on him. He's named Iron Man, for fuck's sake. You're not literally- you're not a man of armor, a man yeah, of iron. Even. Ri- ridiculous. Well. But yeah, you're fighting off a bunch of- a bunch of robots. Um, I wanted to comment quickly on cool. what the- the combat looks like for Thor. This is quite interesting to me. It looks fun. It looks like you've got like dodge mechanics and stuff as well. You're stringing to the, together combos. It looks solid. I kind of like this. It's know. very watered down. So I'll, I'll get into it in a moment because I played this at PAX last year. And I'm hoping oh. they've tweaked a little bit. I have some I thoughts on it. But it was mm, very much what? a watered down um, Leviathan Axe. That's Ooh. what I was thinking. Yeah. It, it's okay. what they've gone for. And that is the best way to go for it. Mm. Um. I'll get into it whether I think that landed or not. Yeah, nice. Another thing I had issue with this trailer is the voice, the lip sync seemed really um, all over the shop with Thor. Mm. It seemed a bit jarring, which is a real shame because they've got some amazing voice talent behind this. Um, of course, Nolan North and Troy Baker in this because they're in every fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> Just I was jokingly point. going to say they're even in racing games, but they're going to be in fucking yeah, racing they are. games. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, so they fight over a bunch of robots. You hear that Cap- Captain America is dead as a result of Thor. We kind of saw something happen in the last trailer where their ship blows up. Um, and then a boss fight comes and it's just a bigger robot with a bigger shield. Yeah. This is my biggest issue with the game. And this is a major turn off of the game is the enemies look generic as fuck. It is just robots. This is an issue that I think all superhero games have had. You're a superhero. Who are you meant to fight? Mm. Like, superheroes are cool when they fight big baddies. So you have your, your Ultron and your Thanos and Modok and all that. Your dark you can't side. Have, but their minions are bullshit. Like, their minions are just cannon fodder. You either mm. have, like, in the Arkham games, you have, like, generic thugs. Okay, I have the powers of money. So I'm just going to kill you with a thousand batarangs and stuff like that. And in these ones, like, I'm an actual god. I'm an actual man of armor. I'm, I can stretch. I'm going to kick your ass, you stupid robot. 
which annoys me because they've actually toned down Hulk's powers in this one. Because, like, he's, like, struggling to fight a robot. I was like, dude, throw him into the sun. Right? Yeah, You've he done could it before. You were known for being a big boy. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it, weird. Yeah. Um, then we also got to see the uh, war table uh, where Crystal Dynamics really pushed the customization of um, characters in their skill tree. So it's very much, you can play mission multiple times in completely different ways, which I'm always about. I like myself a good skill tree. I like myself a good different play style. Something that really got my attention though, is that you can imbue enemies with pin particles. Pin particles are what um, Ant-Man uses to shrink down. Oh, yeah. You can imbue enemies with pin particles and shrink them. That includes bosses. Now this is a sort of tease in a trailer that came out a few months back where you see, um, what is Ant-Man's real name? Paul Rudd. You see Paul Rudd <laughs> shrink down one of the bosses and like puts him in a box or something. But yeah, apparently like you can shrink down a boss and just kick, um, Kamala Khan to just squish him with a big hand, big stretchy hand. Um, and we also got, uh, news that when you buy for current gen, you'll get a free update for next gen, whether that's the Xbox or the PS4. PS5, sorry. Oof. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay, I get it. I'm going to make a, just a bold prediction here, just out of nowhere. This game's going to go free to play um, sometime next year, 2021. Yeah. What's, like, it seems like the big thing with this game is very, um, the multiplayer is very Destiny-esque. It is. Where they'll be doing these worldwide missions, which would be cool because they can introduce proper comic book storylines. If it's worldwide, like, global things happening, I have global threats happen. I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. Does that mean there's going to be like 16 Thors all like smacking on a boss at once? Like, hell yeah. yeah. What it's be? Hell yeah. If they can marry that into the story, though, <laughs> yes. it's comic books. Like, fuck. Oh, everyone had sex with multiple men and there's multiple of everyone. Good. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, it wouldn't be the first time, nor will it be the last time that either Marvel or DC, you know, destroy worlds to get multiple versions of superheroes in together. Yep, if they can justify it story-wise, hell yeah. That sounds like fun. Just have a crisis on Infinite Earth kind of scenario. That's DC, mind you, but even still. Deal it. Copy, paste, done. Hells yeah. They've stolen from each other before. Control-C, Control-V, baby. Now, um, I get to play the game a little bit last year at PAX. It is such an okay game. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, to be fair, in these trailers, though, the graphics didn't look up to scratch with, you know, what we're seeing from Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. The graphics look very disappointing, but yeah, whatever. Um, Gameplay-wise, it is fine. It is okay. I can't stress that enough. I don't really have that much bad to say about it. I don't have that much good. So... I played um, a bit that was shown off at E3, I believe, last year. So you start off with Thor. The combat is, is God of War light. Cool. Mm. You move on and you play with Iron Man. The Iron Man section sucked ass. I was going to say, mm-hmm. this Iron Man stuff looks crap. Looks garbage. It, 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 the part I played felt very much felt like almost like an on-rails shooter. No. And you're just like mm. shooting blasts at people. It's like, I don't feel free here. Games such as Control, yes, I mentioned that organically, showed us that you can do hovering, hover combat really well. Like, it's not hard. Control, you fly very much like Iron Man does. What, is that that impossible to do in this game? There's a lot of money behind this game, so I don't know why they've kind of skimped out there. Um, 
Hulk is just a wrecking machine. Nothing will compare to Hulk Ultimate Destruction. So pff, I don't give a shit about this Hulk. Um, <laughs> good call. The Hulk, Hulk Ultimate Destruction is such a good game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you fight um, Taskmaster as Black Widow. Um, big sort of QTE cutscene that you play through and you fight him. A lot of it, It's the same repetitive thing of you get a light attack, a medium attack, a heavy attack, and then you have your dodge and your block. Pretty simple. Cool. You, can, you can button mash through a lot of things. I found the fight was a bit repetitive. Um, this boss fight. Yeah, I'm hearing... It seems to be the, the thoughts that are coming out of this from the games media. It's like, this is a very okay game. Not bad, not good, but in a year where Last of Us, Cyberpunk, blah, 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 coming out, it's just going to fall by the wayside pretty quickly. Not really going to stand out. Yeah, no. but I also do want to bring up that... It's okay for games to be mediocre. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's there's this huge strive for it to be like, oh, we must have all of these fantastic games. Every game must be amazing. Every game must revolutionize the industry and blow your face off and melt it and turn it into a pot of gold or something. Like, no, it's okay to have okay games. Like, we need... A classic metaphor. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> um, like, we, we sort of need those average games to be average that way the good really stands out as good and the bad what? really stands out as bad and we need that middle point average games like average people average abilities that people have need to exist for a reason okay, and i don't think you can mention average abilities we're talking about game about superheroes so yeah see i think i think i agree with that i think there are perfectly <laughs> like games that are ranked a seven or a six are still fine games go play them have fun sweet However, a game which has the Avengers name behind it, has Crystal Dynamics behind it, and has Squeenix behind it, you expect more. You expect something big. Especially we saw what um, Insomniac did with a singular uh, Marvel character, with Spider-Man. Mm, that's true. I This is what I really want. This is my dream scenario. I want... I wanted a bunch of different studios to make singular superhero games. So you had Spider-Man with Insomniac. I would have given... um. Uh, Thor to From Software and just have like a bunch of different developers make these games and then bring them together Avengers style Avengers fucking assemble style and mix all these genres together and just make it the biggest thing ever made (laughs) okay maybe I'm expecting a little bit too much I think yeah very ambitious yeah you're expecting a lot of a Hulk game from Criterion Mainly because they, they do car crashes cool. So I guess they can make everything smash cool. I don't give a shit about everything else. Um, and who's the other one? Iron Man, I'd give to Remedy. Yeah, of course you would. Because, yeah, whatever. They pay yeah. me. Wink. Apparently. But, but it looks <laughs> like why are we seeing done. any of this money? <laughs> is um, essentially make Destiny light. Like I'm looking at the menus yeah. and stuff for the gear. And very, it's, very it's, Destiny. It's even got like the resources that you need to upgrade it in the same way that it does on the mes- the Destiny menu. The the emotes, the customization, it's all like basically the same. And I'm a little bit concerned that that mode is going to fall by the wayside if it doesn't have any kind of like longevity. If it doesn't have things like raids or dungeons and that. So kind of it stuff. has um oh they're not raids, not dungeons. I'm blanked on what they're called, but it does have something like a big event kind of style Ooh, okay. vibes. Um, which do sound pretty cool. I, I just hope they marry in a lot of the bizarre comic book lines, like storylines. Have the weird shit there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Have these like yeah, and have your massive earth shattering events. Yep. You, yep. You, they have so many stories behind this that they could tweak to really keep the game fresh for a long time. Mm-hmm. Depends on how they use them. This is the right context to do it in, right? So, mm. yeah. oh, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I mean, this is a game that I think people will talk about for the next few years. They're not going to be talking until like the year twenty seventy seven. Speaking of twenty seventy seven, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Give me that. Got a that was six out of ten. But there's also <laughs> always room for just okay puns and segues. That's, it. That's true. <laughs> if I it if I could prove anything in my life, you got you, Simon. You got you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we had a massive reveal. We had episode one of Night City Wire, which is CD Projekt Red's um, kind of showcase. They're going to be doing another one in a few weeks where they showed off a new trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, had a bit of a discussion with the lead quest designer and senior quest designer and went through a new feature called Brain Dance. And there's another little special announcement that got to me very, very excited. Oh, yes. Cyberpunk, this is to me, this is the biggest news of the week. I am so fucking amped for this. Cyberpunk <laughs> Edge Runners is coming to Netflix as an anime in 2022. Still, they've been working on it for a long time. Guys, I'm so happy. There I'm was so a happy. Preview image of it, which the art style looks just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to cool. it as well. But honestly, I'll have forgotten about it by the time it actually does come out. So oh, yeah, I'll be, be taking my surprise in twenty twenty two. Yeah, when it drops, like, oh shit, cool. Um, something else I'm really liking is that they're like, this is separate from the game. The game will not influence this. We will not influence the game, vice versa. But I like standalone story within the the universe of Night City. Hook it to my veins. Um, plus, I really like that in the trailer, um, the people announcing it work in Nakano, which is one of my favorite places in Japan because there's a, a little secret section. That I couldn't find anywhere like on TripAdvisor and all that type of shit. It's like, oh, go to um, Akabra for all your anime stuff. It's like, no, go to the Broadway. If you go to mm. Japan, when we can travel again, if we can ever travel again, go to the Nakano Broadway. It's amazing. Had really good sushi there. Story yeah. Mode, a video game podcast brought to you by <laughs> Japan. <laughs> um, so let's just dive into the trailer. Um, Keelan, I know you have some thoughts on this trailer. It was very hype. My God. Okay, so the trailer was very short, two minutes long, right? And there were a billion different scenes. There were so many different things happening. There was like a ripper docks. There's like footage of this Badlands place. It's like a desert wasteland. You're driving this weird vehicle in it. Uh, There's footage of you going into like clubs and stuff, shooting people. There's like crazy violence, Um, sword arms and shit again. Um... That's my favorite, that's one of my, favorite, well. my favorite anime is Sword Arm Online. <laughs> Fuck, oh, I'm ashamed dear. of that. There was so much happening. There's only only two minutes. Apparently, according to Night City Wire, this is just from the prologue of the game. It looks insane. So, like, Fuck. the general gist of it is it looks like you're going to, you know, you're on a big score to get a computer chip that will lead to a form of immortality, apparently. I think something goes wrong mm-hmm. with that. Um, and then we get to see Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves himself. He just and he delivers says a really emphatic fuck. fuck. Which is going to be my ringtone <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Make it your message tone. <laughs> just fuck. Yeah, sweet. Um, so I think 
the whole immortality chip thing has to do with Johnny Silverhand because you know, he's stuck in your head or some shit. I don't know. Some kind of ghost. Cyberpunk, baby. Um, Who cares? Gonna it's going to be amazing. Yeah. You know, there's a big metal man named Adam Smasher. Fucking a full rad. cyborg. How freaking sick does that look? Ooh. Oh, Terrifying. Man. Pumped um, for this. One of the really interesting things that I found out um, during this um, Night City Wire is that um, when you create your character, you can choose their, their background. You can be a corporate, nomad, or street kid. And depending on which one of those you choose, you the prologue will be completely different. So it's mm. like a oh, shit. different gameplay experience yeah. for each one of those three. All right, cool. Be? Multiple playthroughs coming up. So yep. well, well, it. it was Nomad, Corpo. Corporate, yep, and Street Kid. Which one are you guys going to be? Ooh, going to start off with Nomad and go from there. Simon? Um, without looking into it, initially I want to say Street Kid. You're locked into that? I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to be a Corpo because I am a sellout. Um, I can take down <laughs> the system from the inside. <laughs> There's a quest line associated with that. It's called The Corpo Rat. I'll be a rat. Yep. I have no morals. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> we just want to say to uh, Jesse's employer, please do not take this verbatim. Uh, <laughs> no. This is, this is satirical. I'm going to get a Microsoft Teams call from them. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> um, one thing, I, okay, this, there's something that makes me nervous about this game. Um, I'd heard some mixed things about the gunplay, but the gunplay is looking a lot sharper now. Mm. I'm iffy about the vehicles. So we see a lot more driving than I expected in this trailer. And this mm. could just be like a prologue thing. There isn't as much driving later on the track, but they do sort of hint that there will be um, a lot more cars and motorbikes. They look very, yeah. And they sound bad. They sound shit. The car sounded really, really weak. There was nothing behind it. There was no oomph behind that car. The future cars, Jesse. It's like Then make it silent. Shit. Make it silent then. Make it go. <laughs> Something cool. But so I'm so silent. sorry. That sounded really bad in no, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> atrocious. Um, I think Discord cut you out a little bit there. So, Keelan, can you Probably just like, thing. can you edit yeah. in like a really cool sound effect? So I, I'm like, I'm like that guy from Police Academy with my sound effects. I will. I'll edit in like a Tesla <laughs> car driving. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my video game pro- podcast brought to you by Tesla. Um, Elon Musk, hit us up, baby. Fuck, that's the type of dumb shit that he would do with sponsors. Oh, 100%, and I'm so here for it. Let's take our chances. Elon, call me up, baby. I liked you. I really liked you in your Iron Man 2 Iron cameo. Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. We also get to see a new form of gameplay called Brain Dance. Um, basically, you live out somebody else's memory. So, in the lore of the game, um, this was used for... Um, reforming people in prison or um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like trauma victims and stuff like that. Mm. It uses a way of healing people. Um, huh. But obviously in the game, we saw a black market um, brain dance, which is called a flatline. So people live out the experience of dying because apparently it's a rush. Quite cool. interesting. All so right. you see that. Mm. And then the trailer takes a bit of a, so the gameplay footage we see takes a bit of a turn and you go into editor mode where you can view that scene that you just lived out. Basically, the guy gets a gun from somebody else, goes into a place, sticks him up, give me the money, blah, blah, blah. And as he's walking out, gets shot in the back of the head. 
In editor mode, you have a free camera and you can go around this scene. You can pause it, you can rewind it, you can focus on things and scan things to find out what happened. Um, in this case, you find that there is a security camera looking at the guy when he gets shot. And then you can just look at the security camera footage, which is behind the um, store, storefront. And you find that the guy who gave him the gun shot him because he would get more money selling a flatliner brain dance. What? Whoa. What is happening? What? It's, it's really cool. You can actually, you sort of like piece together everything that's happening. Everything that was sort of experienced at that time. Like there's conversations happening in the background. You can tune into those things. You can find out information from that. Like I could see yep. several ways that you can use this to um, to integrate into gameplay. Did you guys ever play Arkham Knight? Well, I was going to say, this reminds me of cross between Arkham Knight, the detective mode in Arkham Knight. Yeah. The... Um, Detective mode in Detroit, mm. and the camera tech swapping and jacking and stuff like that in Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, that, yeah. It's a really cool mixture of all those. Also, this yeah. was very this was underutilized in the Arkham games. Agreed. Um, yeah. I think it's a cool gameplay mechanic, and I, I think it's going to be really interesting as as far as like storytelling goes. Like uh, I know um, um, CD Projekt Red are renowned for like multi branch stories and like different outcomes that you can get for your quests. So it'd be really interesting, like, you could potentially get hold of a brain dance for someone um, who died near the scene of something, and you could find important information that could allow you to solve a quest differently. I'm really interested to see what they could do with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It also sounds like one of the things they're going to use it for is to build up the lore off Night Sea, so you can play out the lives of people. You can play out lives that a mercenary simply couldn't have. So mm. It's like an everyday person, mm. see what it's like for them, and just flesh out the lore. Something I'm very interested to see is that they said it will flesh out religion within that world. And I'm fascinated Ooh. to see what that's going to be. Um, yeah. Sorry. Also, just back to the Arkham game, the detective mode. Let me on a rant here, okay, if I may. That detective mode scene is based on a scene out of Dark Knight where Bruce Wayne scans a bullet and he finds a fucking fingerprint on it. And that makes not a dick of sense because your fingerprint would be on the casing, which you were not scanning, sir. And even if you did, sir, how would you find a fucking fingerprint on it? That makes no sense. That movie is great, but it has some logical fallacies the size of the Grand Canyon in it. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, fuck you. Hey, hey, hey. Right. hey easy, easy. I think your movie, the movie's going to be a 10 out, 10 out of 10. It's called Tenet. Yeah. Hey, you could watch all of his films in Fortnite last week, which is the strangest partnership I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see Christopher Nolan on Facebook gaming streaming Fortnite. It's going to be great. <laughs> now, um, a bunch of media outlets got to play the game for four hours. Um, for some reason, we never got our... Did you guys get a download code for this or? Uh, we didn't get one. No, I don't say did. Uh, ended up in my Lost junk in the mail. Box. Sorry. Mm. Mm. It happens. Sorry, guys. Um, it's okay, CD Projekt. We're more than willing to forgive you. Please just send them through. Send another one. Again. Maybe a five hour one. Make up for it. Sort of a mistake on your behalf. Whatever. <laughs> the feedback we're seeing, though, in the, from the previews is overwhelmingly positive and overwhelmingly overwhelmed. There's just so much to do in this game. Oh. The main thing I want to touch upon is something that Keelan mentioned earlier the customization. I love this. So, according to Kotaku, the customization options include six skin types, 35 ha hairstyles, 17 eyes, eight eyebrows, 17 eyes, 17 mouths, 17 jaws, 17 ears, eight bits of cyberware, as well as no cyberware, 
Nine types of scars, six types of tats, 11 piercings, five types of teeth, eight bits of eye makeup, five bits of lip makeup, three blemishes, three types of nipples, five types of body tats, two types of body scars, two dick types, one vagina option, dick size options, and five types of pubic hair. I am going to make my mercenary have a dick that looks like a mechanical pencil. Also, I just want to say, I feel bad for whoever it was that had to design and add these into the game. Like That would be the best day! <laughs> yeah, that's a great job, man. Come on. Why are you looking at porn? Uh, Robot. The game? I hope, I, I hope the two dick types is like... <laughs> the two dick types are like... Meat, <laughs> like a better term, and mechanical. <laughs> you mean oh, organic? Uh, what meat? Meat is fine in this context, meat. okay? Meat, meat. mechanical. Of okay? all of the words for you to have to use, <laughs> you have your meat probably. donk, or you can have a dick that looks like a fucking USB cable. <laughs> I'm really, USB-C. but I don't like. That there's only one for done option. There should be a, a a a meat version and a mechanical option. Okay, sure. <laughs> oh no! Thanks, hey, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is my this is the hot text you get from this show. Um, also, five types of pubic hair. I hope you can shape it. Look like a like an owl. <laughs> well, just <laughs> just Jesse saying, has you, broken himself. Just saying. I think there's a hint truth. towards what one of those types might be. Your character's name is V, right? Hey. Hey. I hope one of them looks like steel wool. Because you're a robot. <laughs> well, it's actually it's a very strange thing because a lot of cyberpunk, um, not just the game, but cyberpunk, the art style and just like the sort of movement um, has a lot to do with like the freedom of sexuality. So I think true. the game will really focus on that. I, I, I believe there it isn't as simple as just like you have a male character or a female character. You can just be whoever you want to be, which is yeah. what cyberpunk is. And I'm fucking, this is cool. Yeah, I like is, this. cool. Um, a lot of the uh, people who got to play this four-hour demo spent like two hours on the customization screen. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Hells yeah! I, I gotta do say the exact same thing. The world is lush. It looks crazy, and it, like you said, it is. It does seem kind of overwhelming. There's just so much happening everywhere. Neon signs with different things, like stuff you can interact with. Um, I'm really looking forward to this because it just. After this presentation, you can see that this is a game you can throw yourself into and just get absorbed in the story and the world that's happening around you. It's believable. You can buy into it. I'm so keen for it. Yeah, this it's one of those games that's been delayed so many times. My sort of interest didn't wane, but my interest went sort of into the background a little bit. But when this comes yeah. out, I'm buzzing. Also, because I don't know if you noticed in the um, video, the presenter had a really cool chair, like a cyberpunk chair. That is a secret labs chair that just came on sale. Yeah, and yeah. I really want to call them like, I hey guys, I have a secret labs chair coming in a few weeks. Can we change it? Because <laughs> I want to be from the future. It looks, it looks very pretty. Um, yeah, it does. The game is just like so aggressively stylish, like that bold yellow and just the lines. Oh, I'm so pumped. When does it come out? November. November. I think Very close to possibly the next gen, um, which is good because, as mentioned earlier, you buy the game on current gen consoles and you get that free upgrade. That free upgrade will include a boost to ray tracing, which you'll get on PC regardless. Like when it comes out on PC, you'll have all the ray tracing, all your reflections. And I imagine in Cyberpunk, a lot of reflections. 
I'm buying it on PC. Oh yeah, got to be on PC. Sixty frames, mm. boy. Yeah, I'm uh, mm, hmm. I'm undecided yet. I'm not. So I, as you guys know, um, I recently bought a couple of 4K monitors, um, but they are, they are capped at sixty hertz. So sixty frames is probably the best I can do. I have a feeling, however, that my computer, despite the fact that it's got a uh, 2070 Super graphics card in there. I have a feeling the processor won't be able to keep up, so I wouldn't be able to run Cyberpunk at 4K. So, sorry to break it to you, Cy, but uh, 2070 Super, not going to cut a 4K, man. Nah, not, not, not for Cyberpunk anyway. No, no. Don't <laughs> any of the um, Runs Monster Hunter in 4K really fucking well, and holy shit, that game is pretty. Um... But yeah, um, nah, I'm, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to stick to. I'm going to be happy with 1080p um, with ray tracing. Should be should be fine. Hell yeah, I'll be pretty content with that. Um, something else I just want to point out from this trailer and just Cyberpunk in general for everything we've seen. This game could have one of the great soundtracks, I reckon. Oh yeah. Oh. Just the the pumping electronica that they're playing in, in this trailer. But I also know like Run the Jewels are involved, and they've got um. Oh, they've made like a fake band called Samurai, and I can't remember. The Refused, you know, the band Refused. Mm. They are they are playing the band in the game. They're playing Samurai, which is the band that Keanu Reeves' character fronts. So when you see oh. Johnny Silverhand, aka Keanu Reeves, on stage singing, it's actually Refused. <laughs> and I'm really about that. I'm very very up up for that. Very cool. I like it. Mm. Awesome. Well. We'll have certainly have more to say about Cyberpunk, Avengers, and a lot of the other games we've mentioned today as they come closer to release. But I think we're going to wrap it up there. A lot of news. A lot of news. Too yeah. much news, some may say. But to them, the news never stops. Um, if you want to listen to our back catalogue, we've got a few episodes behind us now. 19 yeah. episodes. This is crazy. Um, we are on Spotify and iTunes and all other good podcasting services. So subscribe and leave us a review. Check out other fan critical podcasts as well on all those good podcasting services. They have a huge back catalogue. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, we're at storymodevideogamepodcast at gmail.com. Facebook. Diddy Project, that's where you should send the codes send us, for. Send, um... send us codes. Send us money. <laughs> Elon, call me, baby. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter at storymodepod. Um, and you can also check out Fan Critical on Patreon to get access to extra shows and ask access. I can't even fucking speak. I've hit my word limit. Yeah. Um, and access to the Discord server run by Simon Evans. Yo. You guys can talk about Pokemon Unite and Dr. Disrespect. Yeah. Hells yeah, buddy. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining in. Keelan. Thank you. Have a good day. Simon. Have a good day. You too, Jesse. Everyone Thank listening you. to this, have a good day. Doesn't matter what day you listen to this. Have a good day. You listen to it twice. I'm wishing you two good days. So more listen to or it. Or even three. Or even more four if you're a complete Good days you get wished. So kind of. It's in your benefit to listen to this multiple times, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what am I on about? <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Be nice to each other. Don't be a dick. Play control. Bye. 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 Oh, that's dirty.